Polish Government Not Feeling Gay About Gay Pride Marches. Written by Selwyn Duke. Friday, August, 23, 2019. In their 1989 book After the Ball, homosexual activists Marshall Kirk and Hunter Madsen called for a conversion of the average American's emotions, mind, and will on homosexual behavior through a planned psychological attack, in the form of propaganda fed to the nation via the media. Decades later, the same phenomenon is apparent in contemporary Eastern Europe. In Poland, however, the current government is not walking quietly into that pink night. As Reuters reports, Poland must resist the traveling theater of gay pride marches. The leader of its conservative ruling party said on Sunday, as the staunchly Roman Catholic country gears up for a parliamentary election on October 13. Poland's ruling Law and Justice party has used LGBTQ rights as a key campaign issue, depicting them as a dangerous Western idea that undermines traditional Catholic values. The Heart Offensive, this traveling theater that is showing up in different cities to provoke and then cry, we are the ones who are harmed by this, it must be unmasked and discarded, Pies leader Jarosław Kaczynski said at a party campaign picnic in the town of Stoloa Wola, the law must be fully enforced to regulate these matters, he added, without elaborating. While Poland hasn't gone Russia's route and outlawed homosexual pride marches, Kaczynski and his party do have allies in opposing the sexual devolutionaries. In fact, at the Sunday event he praised one of them, Archbishop Marek Jedrzejewski of Krakow, saying that he was grateful to the prelate for his statement earlier this month that attempts to redefine marriage and impose gender ideology in Poland were part of a rainbow plague, the Catholic News Agency CNA tells us. Archbishop Jedrzejewski said in an August 1 homily, commemorating the 75th anniversary of the Warsaw Uprising, that our land is no longer affected by the Red Plague, which does not mean that there is no new one that wants to control our souls, hearts and minds, Reuters reported, CNA also relates. That new plague, he said, is not Marxist, Bolshevik, but born of the same spirit, neo-Marxist, not red, but rainbow. As a result of such comments, the bishop has been subject to a withering backlash from secular forces. This reflects Poland's raging culture war, which the prelate noted by citing a significant increase in the number of so-called pride marches organized in our country as well as the planned introduction of a new sex education in schools by local authorities, efforts to redefine marriage and impose gender ideology, and employers discriminating against employees who believe in traditional marriage. CNA further reports. This all will sound familiar to keen Western observers. Yet also common to the homosexuality agenda, in the East or West, is a certain illusion. To wit, the sexual devolutionaries will claim that Christians and other traditionalists single out homosexuality for sin status. Yet the truth is, the sexual devolutionaries single it out for special status. Consider, prohibiting homosexual behavior is merely part of a long-standing paradigm for human sexuality that prohibits all sex outside of marriage properly defined as the union between one man and one woman. Thus, the homosexuality activists are essentially asking Christians to say, adultery is a sin, fornication is a sin, self-gratification is a sin, cohabitation is a sin, indulging impure thoughts is a sin, but homosexual behavior is, what? A lifestyle choice, like living on a houseboat? This is silly. Rubber-stamping homosexual behavior means that everything below it in the hierarchy of sexual sin, which encompasses a lot e.g., adultery, fornication, would also be legitimized, leading to the total collapse of the sexual virtue model in question. Of course, this would be welcomed by the sexual devolutionaries and as, some would say, their intended outcome. As the last line hints, however, not all the blame for the sexual devolution lies with homosexuality activists.
For its foundation was laid long ago by straight people who ceased being morally straight. Once the wider society said fornication was okay, self-gratification was okay, cohabitation was okay, indulging impure thoughts was okay, and maybe, even, adultery was okay if both parties agreed to an open marriage, it became increasingly difficult to proclaim, but, you know, that homosexuality? We're keeping that in the closet. In other words, sex was decoupled from marriage and procreation and increasingly became viewed as not a matter of truth but taste, as just a pleasurable flavor, and, well, how can you deny a person his tastes? So, really, homosexuality's acceptance reflects a perverse kind of consistency. That said, it's unreasonable to expect those hewing to the proper sexuality model, such as devout Christians, to join the civilizational orgy. Also unreasonable, however, is thinking that the culture can descend into decadence but that the laws won't eventually follow. In the East or West, subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.